When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, Buff Nation? Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. Let's go. We're presented by Illegal Pizza, everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Yep. Happy Wednesday. Welcome Happy back, Dre. Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, my friend. Thank you. You're digesting that pizza burrito on Absolutely the show. Delicious. We have the hardest of hard outs. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm 50 very minutes. excited. Yeah. 50 minutes is what we got to work with. You doing good? Yes. Although Coach Prime did pull a fast one on me. He pulled a fast one on you and you're doing you're like podcasting at a rugby stadium this evening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Jake's Jake's got a busy <laughs> one. Jake's got a. We're proud of our guy. You know, it's we, gonna be a fun day. <laughs> we stand a king, no doubt. He's he's got it going on always. Um. So what happened is Wednesday's usually an off day. Yep. And so that's how I approached today as an off day. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then I wake up and they're practicing, but no media today. So I didn't miss anything technically. Yeah, you're not, you're a media member. You were yes. not invited, so yes. no harm, no foul. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm gonna be watching well off later today, like the rest of y'all. I always do, anyway. Love that. Right. So this podcast will be largely about weather updates from Dallas. Is that right? That's pretty much all we're talking about. Okay. Yes. Cool. Just monitoring cool. Dallas weather today. I've done a lot of weather <laughs> content in my day, so you know me. I'm ready, man. I'm Were ready. you tracking that hurricane out there in Southern Cal? Yeah, I mean, I've got some friends out there, so um, I'm tracking it. But I'm told all is... It seems we're okay. All is well, yeah. Yeah, I'm um, glad. I'm glad. I do have a daily Fort Worth weather update, though. Incredible. Today's the high. Uh, today's a high of 103. It's currently 101. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you worry about them adjusting to that? No. Just a little bit? No. Do you know how many Texas and Florida kids are on this team? No, I know. I know. And I mean, this week has been, the last seven days have been smoldering out here. It's yeah. 98. And if you're practicing in, you know, peak, peak hours and it's 98 degrees out here with that high altitude sun, it's going to feel like 103. It's obviously way different because it's, not a humid heat it is the driest of heats yes so different deal there but that sounds hot man i mean saturday was pretty warm too i think it was just barely 90 as the high that day it was 85 when we got there i remember but it was sun was beating down that day yeah and i guess they get out there thursday i mean yes you'll just enough tony says 106 degrees in fort worth game might get canceled game's not getting canceled That'd be crazy. That would be wild. That'd be a first. 
Did you see that? You do the one that told me about the video of Sonny Dykes on top of the stadium with the egg, right? Pretty wild, yeah. right? You watched that? <laughs> I did watch that. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> pretty um, cool. He's in a hoodie, which really stood out I, in my mind. That is different. I know. That's crazy. Yeah, he's in like a black horn frog's hoodie. That's, God bless uh, him, man. Yeah, no, for sure. Built different, I guess. Dude, Michael Irvin in Boulder? Um, I haven't seen much practice stuff today, but that's awesome. That doesn't surprise me, honestly, which is crazy. Another Florida boy. I mean, one of the Florida boys. Yep. One of those guys who started those movements. Yep. All right. Um, I want to talk about something from uh, well off yesterday, just off the top. We'll get to the topic today. But um, in one on ones, Travis and Kendrick Breedlove were battling battling words going back and forth so what happened is uh breedlove kind of strapped him up on one rep didn't really let him get out into his route maybe held him and then travis just <laughs> starts yelling out and telling him and it won't it's not gonna happen again go out there next two reps travis asserts himself i love me some breedlove man he's that been coming dude on has a talent he's and then, so competitive ball in the air uh, Carter Stoutmeyer, this true freshman, keeps on getting direct praise and coaching from Coach Prime after his reps. It's been fun about this offseason if some of the guys who've gotten the praise, who've been highlighted, are not necessarily who we expected when we were like yep. doing these pods and predicting this stuff several months out, you know? It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Just another uh, sign that... Uh, Buff's kind of being slept on. Just saying. Lots of signs of that. Lots of signs. We got some signs of that today, actually. Um, First one I want to touch on. Yes. Comeback player of the year watch list. I didn't really know they did this for college football. What? But Alton McCaskill and Demoy Kennedy both make that list. Who's the reigning comeback? I don't know. It's probably Michael Penix, actually. You're probably I right. I guarantee it's Michael Penn. Let me. I can look this up. I think. Huh. But, Altman. Um, who else? Sorry. Demoy Kennedy. Oh yeah, those are two great ones. So last those year, those are two great ones. Absolutely. It was Michael Penix, uh, Mo Ibrahim, and Leatu Latu. It's mm, a good list. It's a good list. Yeah, with Penix, the clear favorite there. Yep. Yeah, to think like. Like, Penix really stood out in that. He's a transfer who had such a big year at Indiana and then is able to repeat it a year after you have to sit out injured at Washington. To think we have two guys like that, you know? Crazy, man. It's amazing, yeah. Another list that came out today, the Senior Bowl watch list, Andre. Yes. This list speaks to us. This event speaks to us. Down to our very football fan core. That's right. Those are our people. That is our place. That's uh, it's just guys being dudes, just (laughs) watching ball, loving ball, evaluating players. Mobile, boy, could I go for a fresh po' boy from the fish market in Mobile right now? I got a I got a barbecue spot out there. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. My guy Mike Tanier showed it to me a few years back when we were there. It might be the same barbecue spot. We um, it's called Saucy Q's. I think Saucy. I think I've been to Saucy Q's. Yeah. Yes, yes. Lots of NFL personnel hanging out at Saucy yep. Q's. Yep. Yeah. Bars on the doors. Uh, from what I remember, I think so. Yep. Yep. 
That sounds like so. saucy cues. All right. <laughs> yep. Okay. Good stuff. We love Mobile. We love the Senior Bowl. Needless to say, yes. So five players made the watch list. We start with our guy Shiloh Sanders, of course. Makes Xavier Weaver, another guy who's been balling. Derek McClendon, Brendan Gant, and Gerard Christian Lichtenhan. Tank makes this list. They must be watching those well-off videos I over think there. So. They might have seen some of these Dylan Edwards runs and see who's there, you know. Yep. Ten yards downfield, opening up holes and absolutely destroying defenders at the second level. And who's there to celebrate with Dylan in yep. the end zone? He's lifting everyone after. up that's in the right. air. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's an interesting one. And as you were pointing out to me off air... Tank is a really interesting name there because he's a junior. Yes. So he must be on pace to graduate or maybe has graduated already. Exactly. So that is the rule at the senior bowl. Right, right, right. Or with the senior bowl is if you declare or if you graduate from college and you still have eligibility remaining and you decide to declare, you can go to the senior bowl. Yeah. Which is so that's why you'll see some younger guys there. Yeah. Um, I remember, I think one of the years we went, it was like, um, oh, I think Baker's going to show up or someone was like showing up late to play quarterback or something Yeah. because they had to graduate, like literally like right before or something. And then, um, so yeah, that's exactly how it works. Um, and the other guys, all grad transfers, Mm -hmm. McClendon, Shiloh, uh, Zay, and then Brendan Gant. Yeah, are you surprised to see Gant on there since he's the one we really haven't seen in action yet in a Buffs helmet? Well, we haven't seen him in action, but you go look at this guy's career and what he did at Florida State, and he was a pretty solid contri- uh, contributor. Over 100, ta- over 100 tackles the last four years. Um, he kind of switched from DB to linebacker while at Florida State, but he's a name. He started for them, I think, um, two years ago. But anyways, that we, makes sense. We They've bring, got so many options out. Linebacker. Oh, yeah. Linebackers deep as hell. I know. Yep. It's kind of fun. It's awesome. But these are just five guys. Yeah. They're, we've talked a lot about on this defense in this front seven, how the graduate transfers are going to really kind of help expedite the process of bringing everyone along. Yeah. But also just having that maturity and older guys on defense right away from the portal is just going to help out tremendously because you're installing a brand new scheme and all that. Yeah. What was the breakdown, the roster breakdown that coach prime was preaching when he first got here? Um, 60, 20, 20, I I believe. Yeah. I think. And I mean, you're seeing that play out right here. Yep. With the grad transfers, the older transfers. And I mean, a lot of those guys are popping. A lot of those guys will be starting in the trenches for you which is obviously where that makes most sense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a lot of these NFL guys, I think you'll be finding in the trenches. Oh, yeah. Are you surprised these are the five that were highlighted? That's a great question. Um, I do think there are a few guys that should have been listed in there. Yeah. But let's talk about them because we have quite a few grad transfers on this list. I mean, this is about 20-ish guys here. 
So many. Names include Shane Cox, Savion Washington, Landon Beebe, Leonard Payne, Taj Alston, Jordan Dominic, uh, Roderick Ward, Levante Bentley, D.V. Harris, yep. Jaquez Robinson, Cavassier Smoke, and Javon Antonio, along with the other four grad transfers that already made the Senior Bowl watch list. Right. So Did all you those say guys, Jack Bailey? Uh, I don't think he don't is. Think he, oh, Let me see. Jack Bailey oh, is a graduate a transfer. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So he's in there too. Yeah, so there's a ton. Those are that's a lot of starters. Yeah. Yeah. So what we're gonna do, let's take out Shador because we know if Shador has a fantastic season and he declares for the NFL, probably gonna be drafted pretty high. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And I also think just with the unique situation. His dad at Colorado, how many times are you going to have a chance to be coached under your dad? I really think unless it was like a guaranteed top five pick, he's going to try his darndest to stay. Yeah. I think that's also reflected in how they've recruited, you know, yes. like quarterback hasn't been a priority. I think part of that is we know we've got Shadur for two seasons. Right. That's the plan, at least. So... Let's talk about, remember, not Shador. We're just going to, we love Shador. We do love Shador. he's been balling out. Forget about him just for yeah. the next 20 minutes. Yeah. Which player do you think will be the first CU buff to be drafted into the NFL? I mean, I really think we start in the defensive trenches. 40-40-20. That was the strategy. 40-40-20, which actually makes more sense. Um and yeah, that's what we're seeing play out. Yes. Right there. Mm -hmm. I think Weaver and Shiloh definitely have great chances. Yep. Really intrigued by seeing Tank up there. Mm -hmm. I think guys like Tyler Brown, which I'm sure the chat's already asking you for updates on that. You'll tell us. And I don't have any. <laughs> um, you know, would be another sneaky one, assuming he's even in this conversation. But I really think the defensive line and the grad transfers or where I would start with this. So are you saying Jordan Dominic or Taj Alston? Or Shane Cooks. Or Shane Cooks. I would lean Dominic merely because of previous college production, the fact that he is a guy who can get after the uh, quarterback, and that's obviously a very valuable skill in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's already produced at a high level and has NFL size as far as length. Right. Yep. That's going to stand out. Um, I think he's, you know, I think he's going to be uh, at worst fifth, sixth rounder. Right. I think there's upside to be like sneak into the third. Sure. I think there's other guys that have higher, higher upside with that, even with this conversation being Shador free. Do so, you agree? Yes. And I'll name him. And he's on the watch list for the senior bowl. It's Xavier Weaver. Yeah. If I mean, yeah. I just said forget about Shador. But Shador, if he performs how we expect him to this season, Xavier Weaver is going to have a big year. And he has yet to hit 1,000 yards in his college career in a season. If he manages to lead this team in receiving, get 1,200, 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns, He's going to get drafted pretty high. You think that's realistic? I think for Zay? Yeah. Where's he falling the too deep at wide receiver right now? 
too deep. On the depth chart. Oh. Starting. He's, I, there you he, go. I mean, there you go. If he's starting, if he is getting those starting reps yeah. in this group, then yeah, anything is possible. Absolutely. Yeah, he is, uh, I think, prime for a big year. Coach Bartoloni, we talked to him last week, and he said he sees Xavier Weaver as an NFL wide receiver. And he said he can do it at a high level, too. Well, he has some of those traits, right? Yes. Like Jimmy Horn, we still need to figure out what exactly is his set and forget position, right? Right. Um, um, he's a junior too, so he could be draft could eligible be. He's this a, year. Then you get into some of the juniors who could sneak right. in, which we're not trying to focus on right no. now. We will get to them shortly. But Dylan Edwards, similar-ish conversation, right? We need to find the exact position he could be a set and forget every down starter at the NFL level. Mm -hmm. Zay already has that going on for him. Yep. How much do you think is being factored into the senior bowl list in knowing these guys are starting? I think they got some intel for sure. I do too. I mean, it would be smart to do so. Yes. This is a professional organization that has a professional staff that's hired to do this year round and should be informed like that. Well, and they're more connected, I'd say, to the NFL than any other all-star bowl. So that's right. That's right. And this is something we haven't talked about. We probably should have talked about it yesterday with Neely. We can talk about it tomorrow. But these NFL scouts have been showing up in flocks to uh -huh, Boulder uh -huh. at practice. No one, no one talks more than an NFL scout. Yes. No yep. one talks more. An anonymous NFL That's scout. That's exactly right. a dangerous right. man. Or Imagine woman. working your whole life and never being able to tell anyone, like, yeah, I did that. Right. Or really even get credit, you know, <laughs> yeah. like uh, eight months away from your family and you're the Northeast scout. Oh, next thing we know, everyone we drafted was from the Southeast or West Coast. Mm -hmm. There's there's eight months. Boom. Down the drain. Right. <laughs> Thanks for your work, buddy. So, yeah, they're will. They can't wait to chat those scouts. Um, next guy I'll throw out Shane Cokes. He's emerged as. Yep. Just a fantastic leader for this team all around, not just the defense. He's going to be starting at defensive tackle. He is a grad transfer. He's already got his Dartmouth degree. Like, all he needs is a – and he was a great player at Dartmouth. He just needs a decent year, really, a solid year, and he's going to be pop, at worst yeah. a day three draft pick, I think. No, he's one who's really interesting. I mean, it's been crazy the last several years in the draft. You just don't see a ton of quality interior defensive linemen. Yep, yep. So, I mean, anyone who's even suitable to be a three-down starter is going to get garner interest no matter what. Uh, he's a great candidate. Who, do you, who else do you think is starting on the front with him? Is it McClendon? Um, I would actually say Taj Alston or um, uh, J.D. I thought if you mean defensive tackle, I mean, you saw that. I made Dre watch the uh, Bishop the, Thomas. the junior season Bishop Thomas High School tape today. Bishop Thomas. What do you think, first off? Not to get too off track, but. I mean, he's crazy. It's just the <laughs> bowling insane. ball. He's so, like, those first two steps of his are so fast. <laughs> yep. um, he just uses leverage so well. You know, low to the ground. He really breaks through, creates a ton of penetration. You love seeing the highlights of him at tight end. But, I mean, as a five technique, that guy looks like he could be incredibly disruptive. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's why I asked you about how plugged in, how much intel do you think the senior bowls had? Because McClendon is on this list. Yeah. 
Brendan Grant Gant is on this list. Mm-hmm. And how much might they be factoring into this where, yeah, we kind of see them more as backups right now going into the TCU week, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... First off, uh, we saw Gant yesterday on Well Off. Didn't look like he was practicing. We haven't really gotten an update on him since Coach Hart spoke to us, I think, in the first week of camp or uh, second week. So that's up in the air. But, again, this is another grad transfer brought bought here. Mm. They bring these guys here to play, especially this year. Like, they need guys to step up and play. Um, even that linebacker, which is a position that we've talked about, has great depth. Surprising depth, really, at this point, just from what we've learned in the fall. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, this Taj Alston, another guy. Taj Alston's fun. Coming off another injury, uh, another guy coming off an injury, I should say. Yeah, right. But if he has, like what JD did last year, like 10 tackles for a loss, seven sacks, man, he's going to get drafted. Oh, absolutely. His position's a little less natural to me. It's the only thing with Alston. He's he's big. So I do wonder if he's, you know, we have a lot of varying sizes at defensive end on this team. Yeah. yeah. And he's truly a more defensive end than an edge rusher, if yep. that makes sense. Yep. Hand in the ground, yes. even line. Yes. Uh, edge. Yeah, it's a very diversified edge room. There mm-hmm. are many styles and types that right. may fit you. Yes. Um, who else? I'll throw out Roderick Ward, too. This guy balled out at Southern Utah, was uh, all-conference last year, chased down Dylan Edwards in the scrimmage on Saturday, and uh, we haven't heard a lot about him, but he's been out there, and I think he's going to be a little bit of a weapon for this team this season. Yeah, it's such a loaded... Um, I mean, Jack Bailey, if this guy's room. just out there mowing people down on his poles and they're able to protect Shador, you know, not give up sacks and stuff, he's going to be a guy that gets drafted. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the same McClendon, I think, is big time in this conversation. We haven't talked about it, but Leonard Payne. Yeah. Leonard Payne, to me, if you just, like... I analyze the the peaks, the flashes I've seen on tape and how those fit the NFL game. That's a, that's a guy who at defensive tackle can be very useful for, for you. For sure. For NFL teams, not just you, the Colorado Buffaloes. Absolutely. For an NFL front. Um, and then, yeah, the, the O-line's intriguing here because Tank, Savion, Jack Bailey, TB, depending on what happens with that. And then Landon um, BB starting right now, too. Mm-hmm. He's a grad transfer. So tons of guys projected to Boy, they, springboard. They got to recruit some O-linemen for 24, huh? Probably the portal, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Well, in the trenches, you need those guys to be older. Well, and if this, we still, I still, again, still don't have Tyler Brown news. But if he misses this season, you just get him back next year. That's your left guard already. It's another starter you don't have to worry about. He can do that. He doesn't. Yeah, transfer. he. So he just needs a waiver for his eligibility this year, because he already used. I know it's stupid NCAA shit. He already used his free transfer, so he needs to get a waiver to be eligible for this season. It's the traditional transfer rule, where you have to sit out a year, and then you can play, or you need, or you get the waiver to immediately play. I hate it so much. It's so bad. I know. I hate it. Um. P.D. Swag says special teamers. Yes. Mark Vassett, the punter, comes in from Louisville. 
was a fantastic punter over there. He has been killing it so far in camp. He is a junior, too. That's a sneaky one. This guy had 16 50-plus yard punts last year. Wow. He was on the Ray Guy Award watch list last season, made it again this season while at CU from Australia. Love it. I mean, you hope we don't punt too much this year? Yep. But if this guy's out there, he's going to be booming them. Do you want to know what happened yesterday? So they at CU, they have uh, the lower practice fields, right? Uh-huh. And so they just shifted them, like, different directions to help with the wear and tear of the grass and stuff. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the punter or the specialists were doing their thing. Vassette was punting. Coach Sal and the defensive tackles had to move their drill three times and then eventually to another field because Vassette's punts oh. kept on disrupting drills. That's huge, man. That's I mean, they're going to be in a lot of competitive games. This defense is going to be competitive, and having a weapon like that's huge. Yep. And that is a guy who could, I mean, he could go fifth round. You know, you're sure. a really good punter. You go fifth I, round. They've been drafting punters recently. <laughs> so. Well, and the other thing is your punter kicker at Colorado with a boom and leg, you're, you're just going to boom them more and more. Yep, exactly. Um, there's a ton of juniors here. Do we really want to get into these? I mean, there's so many of them. Would that be something to do on the other side for a chance? We can go on the other side. Shout out to our friends over at Volo. Volo Sports is the largest Woo! social sports company in the U.S. We pay so the kids play free. Whoa. The DMVR crew is in the Cherry Creek Bowling League on Mondays. RK is not able to defend his uh, pickleball title this week. Yes. Eric was enrolling for help. I saw yeah, that. Yeah. Are man. you stepping up? I usually am the RK <laughs> replacement for all matters, uh, not just on the buff spot. I have not thrown my cap in the rink yet. <laughs> is that an expression? It's an expression. We'll use it. Let's go. Uh, fall leagues are open now. Sign up before it's too late. Get your Volo pass and start playing in leagues as a free agent today. Make sure to use the code DMVR10. You'll get $10 off at www.volosports.com slash Denver. Then also Shador's number two. Let's go, Shador's. Everyone's favorite barbecue sauce. Yes, sir. Great on absolutely everything. How are the chicken thighs? Um, Still haven't broke them out yet. Uh, It's probably going to be dinner tomorrow. This guy's eating too much pizza, you know? Too much pizza. I got to go to Aurora for a show today. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair (laughs) enough. Um, (laughs) But it's still grilling season. Make sure you have some some Shador's number two ready. Go to plbse.com. Use the code ALLCITY, all caps, at checkout. uh, 10% off your order of Shador's number two. All right, quickly. One junior that's not Shador that you would say as a maybe a little bit of a great season surprise declaration in a way gets drafted trevor woods would be an awesome Mm. name to throw out there i think that's a (laughs) smidge too hot takey um we've said jimmy horn who would certainly be on my short list already yep but you know what jake i'm gonna go pedigree I'm give me Demoy Kennedy. Ah, that's who I was gonna say. Give me Demoy Kennedy. Yep. Yes. Yep. I mean the legend of Demoy Kennedy. I and mean, the pure talent that he is. Yep. 
And linebackers, we're, we're getting into this conversation now about positional value and where they stand. But the NFL loves some fast sideline-to-sideline linebackers, man. Absolutely. They fit. And I think in this scheme, he's going to be able to show off that talent, like, year one, like, off and running. Oh, yeah. He's finally getting an opportunity, and I think he could really take off with it. And that's sneaky, the guy who could be drafted highest mm-hmm. of everyone. <laughs> and we keep going back to that front seven, though. That front seven has so many names, man. I yeah. cannot wait to see these guys week one against TCU. Cannot wait. Cameron's got you cracking up. Cameron says, I'm going to put number two sauce on my Vegemite sandwich. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, Cameron. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll do full TCU prep next week, throughout next week. Full preview, everything you need to know yes, about this sir. game. Yes, sir. But let's do a little bit of uh, off-season previewing, or recapping, I should say. Let's recap their transfer class. Let's go. For the Horned Frogs. And it's a very interesting transfer class. Yeah, lots of Bama in there. Three Bama kids. Um, you got a Florida, LSU, Ole Miss. So there's three more SEC kids. You also have a JSU kid in here. Right, right. Um and uh, a few a, kids transferring up. An Oregon State quarterback yeah. that you and Connor Johnson, I'm sure, could tell us a lot about. <laughs> For sure. I mean, wow, there's just so many flavors. I guess Trey Sanders was the guy I was most familiar with. I was going to say, you can tell me a lot about this guy. Yeah, and then I mean a guy who the chat might be fairly familiar with just because how tapped in they are in the big-time recruiting. And he was a name that was... I don't know if there was ever a ton of interest from the buff side, but there was a lot of buzz that he could be a guy that was coming to Colorado this offseason. Yeah, so earlier when he entered the transfer portal, he was someone that we kind of circled as potentially. I think he might have played for Coach Prime at some point. Um, Interesting. Yeah, But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, obviously he ends up coming in TCU. Former top recruit at running back and just the guy who, when he came to Bama, was seen as, I mean, a dude who could really add incredible star power. He's got a great combination of size and speed. And what really stood out to me is when watching his high school highlights back in the day was how low to the ground he runs, Mm -hmm. how kind of shifty and quick his feet are, man, and how he just kind of slithers and cuts through traffic really well. And, you know, there's some, like, quick feet and good contact balance to his game. Yep. The injuries are the question. Yes, he did go through an injury. He was the sixth overall player, right? according to the 247 Sports Composite in the 2019 class. So, like, the top running back and the sixth overall player. Yes. He only has 116 carries for 528 yards and three touchdowns in his career. That's a 4.6 yards per carry average. Um, But he was their kind of big transfer commitment. Uh, you mentioned uh, him. Chance Nolan also comes in. Yeah. We're expecting Chandler Morris to start at quarterback. Yep. But Chance Nolan's played a lot of football. A lot as of football. has the other guy. Well, right? Chandler Morris has kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've got an experienced quarterback room for guys who don't have a ton of starts underneath their belt necessarily. What's, I mean, what's the pros and cons of Morris v... Nolan, is it, or Nelson? Nolan. Nolan. Um, Chance Nolan just, he got benched last year. 
Yeah, Oregon State. Um, and then they put Gobranson in at Oregon State. Neither of them were very good, but mm. Chance Nolan really, really hurt them early in the season. He had a solid 2021. He threw 19 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Completed 65% of his passes that year, too, but only threw for just over 2,500 yards. And you can kind of tell from that, kind of limiting the ceiling of the offense there, right? Yeah, for sure. So he's there. We got another Alabama guy, two more, though, to get through, actually. Two four-star transfers. First one is JoJo Earl. Yeah. He was a top 100 player um, as a recruit in the 2021 class, committed to Alabama. Top 50 player, actually, according to the 247 Sports Composite. 5'9", 170. So the guy's got wheels. Wheels, yeah. Do we know why he's leaving? Obviously, with Sanders, it's clear. You know, Nolan, it's clear. I don't know. Because they were kind of struggling at wide receiver I know. last year, too. He only has 24 receptions mm -hmm. in those two years, just over 300 yards and only two touchdowns. Yeah, that's really, that's really interesting, man. But uh, for a team that lost a lot of wide receivers to the NFL draft, yeah, not a bad pickup no, for them. No, not at all. And fits that Sonny Dyke scheme. You know? Right, right. Like he's got the speed. He's going to be good in a four wide. Yeah, yeah. you can have him just run to space and throw it up for sure. The big old lineman's one who's a little scarier, you know. Tommy Brockermeyer. Yeah. Another former Alabama Crimson Tide yeah. player. four-star guy. This guy was a very, very highly touted uh, recruit in the 2021 class. He was the sixth overall player, according to 247 Sports Composites. Um, I didn't I didn't dig too much on this, to be honest, so I don't know how much he actually played at Alabama, but he's someone that we're going to have to talk about and look into yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, and then just speeding this up a bit, Avery Helm comes in. That's a four-star transfer cornerback out of Florida. That's big for him. Yeah, this guy. And they lost uh, uh, Hodges Tomlinson. I can't remember his first name. Great job. Great job. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, you're right. You're uh, but right. Avery Helm was a 2020 recruit, four-star uh, top 350 player, according to 247 Sports Composite. Next guy, Jack Beck, tight end from LSU. Yeah. He's a three-star transfer. Notice almost all these guys, offensive guys. Yep, exactly. Because the Horn Frogs are bringing back eight starters on defense. Yes. They were actually part of that three-man front was fairly young. Part of that secondary was fairly young. It's offense where they really need to reload entirely. He is a 6'2", 215. Oh, this is as when he was as a recruit, so I actually don't know what he's listed at now. Right, right, right. Um, you think it's bigger than that. For sure. 2021 recruit, top 350 player, according to this 247 Sports Composite. Next guy, someone in the chat actually may be able to tell us more about than we'll tell them about. Yeah. Willis Patrick. This yeah. guy is a three-star uh, transfer recruit from JSU. I was seeing them praising the chat, praising them a little earlier, saying that was someone they were hoping to see in Colorado. Yep. Uh, yeah. Was rated as a top 300 transfer in this year's transfer cycle. Um, again, rated three stars. Uh, let me know if you see anything on him in the chat, and we'll mention it. Next guy is John yeah. Paul Richardson. Can you guess what side of the ball this guy plays, Dre? John Paul Richardson? Yeah. I cannot. Plays an offense. <laughs> uh, wide receiver, formerly from Oklahoma State, um, was a not a very highly rated three-star in the 2021 class, but 
kept that three-star rating as a transfer this year. So we've kind of gone through the big names already. Yeah, we're just rounding out right now. The rest is more like P5 retreads, you know, which you see in a lot of the Uh, Two more wide receivers, though. Jalen Robinson, he's from Ole Miss. And then Dylan Wright, he's from Minnesota. And then let's just round this out real quick. Two D linemen, Tico Brown. I believe he is from Missouri State. Yep. Uh, So Landon Beebe's uh, former teammate. And then uh, Rick Diabru, Diabru from ECU. Stop. <laughs> and then last guy is Colton Deary from Maryland. He's an interior lineman. So only 13 guys in. They had 17 go out. And they, of course, lost a, a lot ton. to the NFL draft. Yeah, it's not a ton. And only, I mean, only like the top five guys we talked about, you're kind of expecting to be immediate contributors right. and stuff. That's interesting. That's really interesting. They're really going to have to figure out this identity on offense, mm-hmm. and they're going to have to figure it out quick. And it's not too dissimilar to what the preview for TCU last year was like, man. Uh, it's pretty identical, right? honestly. I, I know. Despite how great that season was, it's still kind of like, yeah, we'll see. Yep. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned. We'll do full previews next week. I'm sure you'll be on here for some of it, I'm too. hyped, man. I can't wait, man. We actually are getting into game week content next week, bro. We'll be picking games on Friday show. How does that sound? Wow. (laughs) Let's go, man. I'm so excited for that. All right. When you get hurt, Backus and Shanker are here to help. They've been helping Colorado families win for more than 25 years. No fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees unless they win your case and win. Money for you. Nicholas, my guy, says Willis Patrick was a beast at two schools, Angelo State and JSU. So he's transferred twice. Love That's the that. JSU kid. Uh, Backus and Shaker have won over a billion dollars for their clients. They, you can visit their neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. Backus and Shanker help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks. Even if you're injured at work, smash that too. 222 to find out if you have a case for free. Backus and Shanker wins. Then shout out to Broken Tea. New partner alert. Boom. Broken Tea is the coolest golf course and has the best vibes. They've got an award-winning practice facility with 27 total holes. They do have an 18-hole championship course and a challenging par 3 course as well. Uh, They got a dope pro shop and an awesome restaurant in Wyatt's at Broken Tea. They're holding a charity tournament on Friday, September 22nd. But you can schedule tea time whenever. Use the code DMVR10. You'll get 10% off any round on their regulation course. What are you laughing at? No, I oh. I had like a, gosh, a hiccup, basically. An isolated hiccup. <laughs> I thought you yeah. were laughing. <laughs> yeah, I know. You'd think I was just, just your co-host being weird while you're trying to get an ad read out. Nothing, nothing to see here. <laughs> One more. Shout out to our friends at Shady Rays. Take on the Sun gear belt to last. Uh, I love Shady Rays, man. No joke. They're amazing. Um, Every single pair is awesome. They look sick, and they're just great shades, man. Protect your eyes from that brutal summer sun. Shop their entire collection at the Park Meadows Mall or go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code DNVR, and you'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Boom. There we go. Well done, Jake. Thank you. We have 12 minutes. We do, guys. We do. 
Hope you asked some good questions. Send those questions in. Also, smash that thumbs up button, guys, and yeah. subscribe to the podcast. Please get me to 250. <laughs> I'm like Todd Davis. That Broncos pod's doing numbers, man. They've been going I, off. Uh, I'm going to hear about this. Ryan's going to be back and like, now the Broncos podcast has surpassed us. Please don't let this all fall on me. <laughs> smash the like. I beg of you. I beg of you, please. And again, subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Yes. And we'd yes. greatly appreciate yes. your five-star review. Come on. All right. Who else do we got? Uh, Sonny, when will the depth chart be released? Uh, I'm, I'd assume we get something next week. Hopefully. Game week would be nice. If not, we can probably put some, a little something together. Ooh, so. Yeah. It's uh, hard to find good resources on that on the interwebs. Yeah. Uh, one of the best resources, the article that Jake wrote. So <laughs> that's what you looked at. Yeah, it is what I looked at. No doubt. No doubt. MLN. Do we have a sense of who is on the scout team? And if so, how fluid is the list? Seems like everybody is either fighting for playing time or to keep their spot. Yeah, man. Competition has just been ramped up more yeah. and more as we've gotten through camp. Um, I do think we're going to. I think that I don't. I don't know actually who's too much playing scout team or whatever, but I think we're pretty much set in terms of where everyone's fallen on the depth chart so far. There might be a few more positions that uh -huh. are up for grabs, but Michael Irvin's on Reach the People. He is out there today. Dude, How dope is that? That's amazing. I mean, he's a guy from that like OG the U team. Absolute dog. I forgive him for all his Cowboys time because he's an absolute <laughs> dog. No uh, what does Chad's comment say right there? So Willis Patrick transferred twice. Uh, he graduated transfer because he is he not how he can play and Tyler Brown can't play. Maybe um, mm. if he already transferred twice and he right something that happened. would be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jolion, what's up? Will we be on the sideline during the games this season? No, um, we'll. I mean, we'll have a photo credential, so RG, RG will be games there. will probably be there. But no, Jake's there is going to watch it from the uh, press box. Yes. From the old press box with his other fellow colleagues in the media. Yeah. <laughs> well, RK will be in the stands. So it'll probably <laughs> be Alyssa. That's where RK watches from. Yes. It'll probably right. be Alyssa next to me in the press box a lot this season. Yeah. That's going to be great. She's going to love her Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have fun. Uh, what's up, Chad? Whatever happened to that offensive lineman came from Juco. Is he there? From at CU, uh, McCrimmon, I, is who I assume you're asking about. <laughs> he's so dialed. <laughs> I love that. Um, I, He's on the roster still, but I cannot say if he's been there or not. I don't know, actually. So that's all I got. Do you know, but you can't say? No, no, I don't know. Okay, okay. I don't know. I was trying to decide. <laughs> I know. I know that a was a little confusing. <laughs> Blink twice if you do know and can't no, say. No, okay, no. good, good. <laughs> Miko's asking, do I know who two and three with Blink uh, jerseys are? And do you think Gant will sit out until next season? Um, it doesn't sound like Gant's going to be. If he does miss time, I wouldn't think it'd be too much time. And then with the jerseys, I think, uh, well, what Neely said is they're like TCU prepping. So, you know what I mean? Like they're top corner wearing number two. They put one of their guys in number two. Right. So, you know what I mean? It's like the classic right. gotcha, uh, game prep gotcha, stuff. So, yeah. that's what all the New Jersey numbers yeah. was. It's taxi squad duties. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, PPMG TV says Willis Patrick's a grad transfer. So, there you go. There you go. Well done. Tony, who's replacing Chance Main? 
Uh, I don't know if we really... If you mean someone from the portal, I don't know yet. But I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to bring someone in. But in terms of replacing well, them on the depth chart... Scullies, right? Well, they've been getting a ton of walk-ons, too. I don't think we know, actually, who the full 85 is on scholarships. Because last we saw, it was like 78. And then some guys were starting to leave, and then it just got super muddy after that. So I honestly don't really know where we're at. Interesting. Okay. On um, the roster, though. On the roster, though, I mean, I think this is a good sign for guys like Savelle Smalls, guys like Arden Walker. Uh, we heard a lot about Bishop Thomas coming up. J.J. Hawkins has been balling out recently. Right. So I honestly just think it's it just means that our depth is a little bit better than expected on the defensive right. line. Right. Uh, David, since Coach Prime uses the 40-40-20 rule to roster build, how many recruits do you think he brings in next year? I think this class, I mean, it, that's an interesting question because I could see it two ways where this class is kind of just smaller and they, again, go to the portal. Yeah. Or you're also losing a lot of grad transfers. Like, right. You're going to have plenty of scholars to use this next yes. season. And that's what I was going to get to is, or they start flipping a ton of 2024 kids after they show what coach prime and this team are capable of on the field. Right. And kids figure, right. I, that's where I want to be. So those are the two, my at least two theories. Yeah. So maybe a bit more of a, 30 30 30 which you have an extra 10 percent to play with yeah maybe a bit more 40 30 30 uh <laughs> something like yeah, that yeah you could yeah see i, I do think ball. that they go back to the transfer portal for some older guys though uh-huh uh eric what's up man do you miss rk i do miss rk oh it's been fun, though, the last three days. I tell you what, I've been having a ball. Yeah, RK is a pleasure to podcast with, guys. He is. Don't, He's awesome don't to do get the show it twisted, with. Yeah. And I, I, to uh, talk buffs with. Of course, and just ha have him up there in Boulder yeah, and stuff. It's like, so great. I should have come caffeinated to this one. I, <laughs> we got too much going on. There's a lot of people I'm, in I'll here I'll be right back now. Friday to bet week zero games. I'll bring Hell my yeah. A game. That I promise to you right here and now. Oh, we'll be locked in on Friday. Yes, Trust. yes, absolutely. Ken, are there any other players dealing with eligibility issues besides Tyler Brown? I cannot say. Okay. I cannot okay. say. Cool. He can't say, but he knows. Um, I'll, I'm hoping to get answers here. I, I don't know on Tyler Brown yet. Again, for like the fourth I time know, today. I know. I don't know. I know. Uh, Everyone wants to know. We're supposed to find out this week. I'll let you know as soon as I am allowed to. Sorry. Come on, man. It's Come not on. a lot. though. I'll say that. It's not like you, all of a sudden five players are going to be gone. Oh, it's good. not like that. Good. That's good. No. That's good. Yeah, I mean, so much roster turnover, you are going to have a few cases like that. Yes. It's kind of to be expected. It's almost simple math right exactly probability yep the chances of 80 new guys yeah a couple will have a little extra paperwork we need to sift through yep that's how it works <laughs> okay good look you did it i did it we did it we did it good we have you, uh, five minutes to spare too we, do. we soak this up or no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no hey guys <laughs> no 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 i mean a little bit a little <laughs> bit he definitely carried us i'll maybe like read a few more questions next time 
I got you. Try to contribute on something, you know. We'll you do get a good that. job from our guy DCB for not kicking over spirit today. Dude, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I really appreciate that. Uh, new helmets, doubt it. Doubt it. I don't. I think we may get new uniforms at some point this year. Not for week one, though. Okay. If that's what you're asking, that's what I meant by doubt new it. New uniform combos. Um, I so I don't. I actually don't have inside information on this. I don't know. Great. <laughs> but I love that. I from what Uncle Neely has been saying, if I had to bet, I think we see something new once at least this year. Love that. That'd be my <laughs> guess as well. Yeah. Um, I see you, Lawrence. I'm going to leave it at that. We'll be back tomorrow. Uncle will be back. Skull buffs? Skull buffs, baby.